Peanut butter tiger, peanut butter tiger, peanut butter tiger, peanut butter tiger. Pod podcast, pod podcast, pod podcast, pod podcast. Peanut butter tiger, 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 peanut butter Podcast, peanut butter tiger, peanut butter tiger, peanut butter tiger, peanut butter What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Mike Peanut Butter Tiger Podcast. Oh, yes, I, of course, am your host, the thrill from Martinsville, the Neo Ninja, Dandelion, Danimal, all that shit the fuck is good man it's wednesday oh just felt like busting out a tasty beat for you cats man start this shit off right you know oh yes cut that beat you know I sat down the other night and uh, tried to cook up some beets. It was late, got stoned, some, the feeling came over me, sat around here trying to fuck up some beets, but I don't know, man. Once you make something like that, like I personally made that one. Oh, hot fire. How am I going to fucking top that? You know what I mean? God, what a banger, man. What a fucking banger, dude. You know, I sent that beat to my homie to spit something on, but now we got a little bit of a beef, you know what I mean? So I don't talk to him anymore. Fuck. Fuck that one up. What are you going to do? You know, it's these cats, like, you know, sometimes there's some motherfuckers, you know, that just like, you know, I talk to this guy like maybe once or twice a year and he'd just be hitting me up for shit. And I don't fucking appreciate that. You know what I mean? We're homies back in like 2014. You know, I hadn't seen him since like 2016. And my man, like, just fucking grow up, man. You know, with him, I just fucking stopped talking to that cat. You know, what are you going to do? Um, my other homie, fuck, dude, I kind of feel bad. Like, I kind of tripped out on him. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm going through my own shit here. You know, going through, like, a bankruptcy and fucking, you know, living in the most suburban, suburban street you've ever seen, dude. This is, like, Dude, I live in the fucking suburbs, man. I'm going to fucking post a picture of it sometime. I want to get a good angle so you can just see the fucking cookie cutter place that I live in. It's nuts, bro. It's fucking nuts. So I'm going through my own thing and my homeboy like hit me up. He's going through a hard time and, you know, just getting out of recovery. And I've been there. You know, I fucking, when I got, when I got out of recovery, I was homeless after like fucking two months later. Stone sober, homeless. Couldn't believe it. It's like, fuck, man, what are you going to do, you know? 
So anyway, this guy hits me up and I kind of like unloaded on him. I was like, fuck, <laughs> you know, that I felt bad. Like he hit me up like two days later and, you know, I was like, yo, sorry, man. You know, that's what you got to do. Like sometimes you can keep it real with people. You know, like Dave Chappelle had a great skit about that. He had that um, on the Chappelle show. He had like the keeping it real when keeping it real goes wrong, you know, um, that it just showed like all these different situations where, you know, keeping it real fucking went wrong, you know, and you can't do that with your homies. Like you can't like it's OK if you like, you know, people fuck up or like people do shit. But if you actually like love somebody and that's your fucking boy, you know, you can't fucking keep it too real with people you can say shit like the problem is is like you can't unring a bell you know you can't unsay something so if you say some harsh shit you know not that i was too harsh about it but i just felt kind of bad you know what are you gonna do but we talked worked it out you know it's all good in the hood you know boys will be boys you know what i mean and that's how it fucking goes that's how the fuck it goes on this show man um me and my girl have been watching uh homestead rescue which is a fucking amazing show. Like, I love, like, my favorite... Like, I talk shit. I talk a lot of shit about, like, sci-fi. I talk a lot of shit about, like, I don't like Doctor Who or, like, fucking Harry Potter or Lord of the Rings or any of these mystical, fantastical things, you know? I don't like those fucking things, you know? Game of Thrones. Like, as soon as some, I saw a couple episodes, but then they were, like, dragons and people hitting each other with swords and shit, I was like, fuck, I'm out of here, man. If I wanted to see something like that, like strategic planning against each other, I'd go see like fucking casino or something. You know what I mean? So show me something real. But that's going wrong. Like that's going wrong. Like I just like fucking reality shows now. You know what I mean? Like to me, like some of the best television ever. Well, of course, Jackass was number one. That's the gold standard. Jackass, the television show, amazing. Um, but like the gold standard of reality shows to me was like the beginning of Storage Wars. Like, the first couple seasons of Storage Wars. I was hooked. I don't care if that show was fake or whatever. I don't give a shit. Dog the Bounty Hunter. Dog the Bounty Hunter was a great show. I used to watch that every single morning. Like, it was on when I had cable. Uh, I would sit there in the morning, get stoned, watch Dog the Bounty Hunter. It would just fire me up. It was on A&E every morning at, like, fucking 6 o'clock in the morning. From, like, 5 till 7, they would play Dog the Bounty Hunter. And I loved it. I am the dog. Getting Ozzy to do his fucking theme song, dude. Dog the Bounty Hunter was popping, man. Love reality shows. Anyway, so my girl, she really likes like farm life shit. You know what I mean? She's really into like, you know, when people have farms or homesteads or whatever. And there's this show called Homestead Rescue where these people like travel around uh, and fix like, you know, like. It's basically like they have like, you know, it's always the same. It's always the same. It's like a really emasculated, weak dude and like a really tough chick. They go fucking move out into the woods and their places are falling apart. There's like bears attacking their fucking livestock and deer are eating their lettuces and they built their house out of tires or there's like a bunch of trees around that are going to catch fire and all these different things. Like it's hilarious. It's fucking hilarious the mess these people get into. You know, there's one guy, like, you know, he uh, moved, he, he met this chick and they moved, like, out, outside of Chicago, like, Illinois or somewhere. Um, and he built his house and it was fucked. Like, his house, like, it was no pressure treated anything. The insulation was rotten. The whole thing. So then, 
you know, these people come down and help them build a greenhouse. They stay down for a week and try to, like, rescue their fucking homestead. Buddy brings a tractor around. And this dude, the, the main guy is this guy named Marty Rainey. He's got, like, a mustache and a white cowboy hat. And he's old. He's, like, my man's, like, you know, 60. Um, and he always wears, like, he, like, shaves his chest and wears, like, a super unbuttoned shirt with only the bottom button done up. Oh, my God. It's fucking hilarious man and they show up and they just like rescue people from like the terrible situations they did for themselves and it's so funny like i find it so funny you know you always hear people wanting to like move off the grid and shit but like the reality of it you just see it like set in on these cats and it just makes me laugh i had no idea there's so many people like trying to live off grid and just fucking it up I love when they show that too, like somebody just making a mess of it, man. You know what I mean? That's what I liked about like Kitchen Nightmares. Or there was another show called Disaster DIY. Oh my God, that show was probably the greatest thing on two wheels, man. That show was fire. They would show like, you know, it'd be like a chick. I think I've talked about this show on this podcast before, but I don't care. I'll do it again. They'll show a chick and be like, you know, they'll show like a chick and a dude and be like, um, we're going to renovate our bathroom. Our budget is $3,000, way too low. Our budget is $3,000 and we're going to go do it over the long weekend. Took a week off of work. We're going to do it. And they show these people, the camera people don't help. So they'll show the people and it always goes the same. They'll like do real good on demo. They'll just tear the shit out of their bathroom, smash everything, smash the toilet with the sledgehammer and be like, woof. We're doing good. Spend like four days cleaning it up. You know, this one lady, she knocked down a load-bearing wall and it like structurally condemned her house. <laughs> it was so funny. And the cameras would never help. You know, they would show the people at the end of their renovation and they've got to go back to work and shit. And they're just like standing there in a pile of rubble. They're like, what the fuck? <laughs> Very rarely did that show ever turn out good. And it was so awesome, man. So it just makes me laugh, you know, these fucking shitty reality shows. And definitely check out Homestead Rescue on YouTube. You know, we just bought a season for like, I think it was like fucking $7 to buy a season or whatever. But highly entertaining. I mean, this Marty Rainey brings his son along who looks like a Duck Dynasty extra. He's got this big beard and he's always out hunting and shit. He'll show like the homesteaders how to hunt. And then he brings his daughter. Um... She's pretty cool, like, you know, she's just, like, all about, like, planting greenhouses and shit, you know, and they just, like, help these people out, and it's, you know, it's dope. I hope it works out well for them, but crazy motherfuckers moving off grid, you know what I mean? Crazy motherfuckers out there. So I come home today to the basement suite, or as I like to call it, the B-suite. I open my fucking door, and I just hear music blasting, dude. Old school rock, Roxy Roller. She's a roller, a high roller, baby. Just blaring. It's like, cool. I mean, it's Wednesday. I'm fine with it. I'm not like a shitty neighbor. The way I see it, like, you know, if you're going to blast your music or smoke, like, if you're going to blast your music on a Wednesday night, you know, I'm going to fucking feel free to blast my music anytime I want then. You know what I mean? That's the way it's like a trade-off with neighbors. I wasn't mad about it, but it just it just made me laugh, dude. You know, these cats are like the people above me that are renting as well. 
uh they're like you know in their 50s just chilling and then on a wednesday night just rocking out dude just cranking up the classic rock crank on the fog hat slow run take it easy <laughs> just makes me laugh to think about you know what i mean that type of shit just fucking i don't know dude i don't know what's going on with like uh i don't know what's going on with people today these days you know what i mean it's just funny like the other day i saw a dude wearing pajama pants honest to goodness fucking like flannel pajama pants with a tool belt on framing a house he was like an apprentice on the crew you could tell his hard hat was a little big on him you know what i mean like these cats that you see on job sites and they're wearing like a fucking brand new tool belt and boots and this guy had pajama pants on young dude he was like fucking like 18 maybe it's like what the fuck got a little hole in his knee a coffee break i was like what the fuck is going on dude what like what is going on these days you know what i mean they just made me wonder like it just made me fucking think you know what i mean like this portion of the podcast i want to fucking put out there to all the young men and women wanting to get a job in the trades you know because like yo school isn't for everybody university isn't for everybody i dropped out of school uh in grade nine basically the end of grade nine i was fucking done with that shit Psh, you know what i mean got kicked out of school like five times in fucking five semesters call it a fucking day you know what i mean wrapped up with that one so i got a job in construction and i just wanted to fucking you know pass on what i've learned you know because after like 16 17 years in this shit slang and mud you know what I mean? Drywall. And there are things that I've noticed. You know what I mean? And especially, like, you can, I can tell if somebody's going to last, like, a mile away. If you show up to my job site wearing fucking pajama pants, get the fuck out of here. You know what I mean? That's crazy. On a job site with a tool belt and a hard hat and you're wearing pajama pants. It's nuts, man. It's nuts. So number one rule is you got to fucking dress well. If you want a fucking job, like, on a drywall crew, on a fucking, on any sort of construction, plumbing crew, electrician, I don't give a fuck. You know, if you can afford some Carhartts, go get yourself some Carhartts, like some coveralls, some shirts, and that shit. You know, if your company doesn't supply shirts. Or, you can go the cheap route, get Dickies, you know what I mean? Get fucking Grizzly, even get George. Just plain shirts, you know, don't, like... I remember I had a job once, like way back, like I was living in a homeless shelter after getting out of rehab. And uh, there were these apartments that were getting all the plumbing redone. So they're cutting all these holes in the walls and the ceilings. And I got the job to patch them all. Uh, it was a big project. There's like everybody involved. You know what I mean? So I show up and all I had was a bunch of these primitive shirts. That was the brand. It was a skate brand. And at the time they were just like, like hot chicks it was just like a fuck it i would show up wearing a shirt and the logo would just be some hot chick and it said primitive somewhere <laughs> i had like six or seven shirts like that it's like fuck dude i felt like so out of class out of place you know what i mean they gave me shirts right away they ended up giving me a bunch of uh, a bunch of like company shirts which was good like if you can get company shirts fucking wear company shirts you know what i mean anyway so yeah dress well 
you know, I had one guy show up. He was he had like weed all over his shirt, like like a bunch of weed leaves and weed plants and shit. And we're working in like a fifteen million dollar house. I'm the project manager of a fifteen million dollar house. This guy shows up, nice guy and all, but he's got fucking weed all over his shirt. Pictures of weed. I was like, guy, you can't wear that. You're representing the company. You cannot be fucking wearing that. So dress, dress right. You know what I mean? Dress right. I heard a one guy, you know, I was talking to this fucking drywaller, you know, he's my age, and we were talking, he's like, yeah, I had one guy show up in Crocs, in fucking, someone showed up in Crocs, that, to me, is a big no-no, a big fucking no-no, you cannot wear fucking Crocs on a job site, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Like, what's going on? What's wrong with your fucking head that you show up in Crocs? Now, I taped with a guy, the mighty peanut butter tiger, and I'm pretty, like, he used to break the rules on the fucking dress code. So if you're a good enough taper, or if you're in there with the boss, wear whatever you want. But this is for the cats that are just trying to get in. If you just got a fresh job at a thing, at a fucking construction company. Um, next rule, don't get drunk. You know, getting stoned is fine. Like, to me, like, the lunch break stone, as long as you don't smell like weed, like, as long as you don't show up to my site smelling like a Cheech and Chong prop, you're good in the hood, bro. You can be baked all you want. If I can't fucking tell, be baked. But getting drunk is a completely different story, man. I've gone out for lunch beers sometimes, and you have to work after, and it's excruciating. It's fucking terrible. Uh, at my last job in Vancouver, somebody showed up. You know, this old guy, he was like in his 50s. He fucking shows up and uh, we leave him alone at a job site. And uh, my boss got a call from the homeowner. You know, we're, we're taping like her basement or something. And she was like, yeah, your guy's in the back and it looks like he's drinking. My man was chugging vodka straight out of a Mickey at like 11 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> like, you can't do that. You can't fucking do that, man. You know, another guy I know, like I was, he was building a house this house in Dalmany and uh he was like you know he he was like a general contractor so he had a bunch of jobs on the go and he was building this house and he had a laborer a helper named Cliff Cliff was like you know Cliff was a rad dude he was fucking awesome always telling jokes and shit but he showed up one day to work they're framing and uh, or no they're doing the finishing I was doing some drywall patches and they're doing like the finishing like the casing around the doors and windows and shit it was very intricate nice house so my man you know i come out to the garage to have a smoke and he's got like a fucking rotor set up on a six foot sawhorse and he's got this long ass piece of trim and it's wiggling all over the place and he's trying to like put a fine edge in it you know so they can drop some led lights and it's wavy like a motherfucker it's like what are you doing it almost looked like he was gonna knock the tool off you know so ryan comes out and he's like what the fuck cliff what are you doing man Checks and he's like, oh, I'm sorry, bus, I gotta go home. And Ryan checks his backpack. There's a fucking empty bottle of Core 45 and another one that's like half full. And <laughs> my man was just pounding fucking 240s at work. Like, like, and nobody's gonna notice. You know, that happened to another buddy too. Like, uh, he showed up with edibles. You gotta be fucking careful with edibles at work. You know, my man was telling me he showed up to work and uh, he just ordered a bunch of edibles, got like Fruit Loop bars and some gummies and shit and some chocolates. And he was showing everybody at work. He's working at a commercial job, drywalling. So he's showing all these people his edibles. And then throughout the day, throughout the morning, he starts fucking eating them. 
So by the time lunch comes around, my my, my man's eyes are like fucking red, like so bloodshot. And he doesn't know what he's talking about. He's stammering and shit. So his boss is like, hey, uh, yo, Asai, those edibles you had before, where did they go? Where are they? Can you show me them? <laughs> Busted. So my advice, maybe the first couple of days, uh, don't be stoned for it. You know what I mean? Don't be high for it. Don't smoke any weed for it. But, you know, a weekend, if you like, you know, see your opening at lunch to go and get stoned as long as you don't smell and you're all good in the hood, go for it. You know what I mean? But don't get drunk and don't fuck around with edibles. You know what I mean? Um, have a tough skin, too. Like, you're going to get roasted. You're going to get fucking hazed. You know what I mean? And the biggest thing is you're going to make mistakes, too. Like, when I first started drywalling, you don't know fucking, you don't know your ass from a knife or anything. Like, you don't know fucking what's going on, dude. You got to ask, like, a ton of questions. Take your time with things. You know, don't try to, like, outshine anybody. Just focus on doing a fucking good job. You know what I mean? Focus on doing good good job and take some shit. You know, one time when I very first started drywalling, we were spraying texture on ceilings. And my boss told me to go mix some uh, texture up and I thought he meant mix paint into the texture because you got to paint the ceiling first and then texture it so I fucking poured a bunch of primer some ceiling primer into span light and we mixed it up or I mixed it up and then my boss come around the corner and just fucking upset what the fuck are you doing <laughs> flipping out and shit have a tough skin let shit roll off your back you're gonna get yelled at you're gonna catch shit people are gonna roast you you know what I mean take the shit eat the shit and then roast people back, you know, don't take it personally, that's the thing, like, if you're in construction, like, the hazing is, like, a very important, you know, if you can't take little jokes, you can't take little shit, um, how will you walk, like, how will you work through, like, fucking, you know, hitting your, hitting your thumb with a hammer, or falling off of a scaffold, or fucking when you're tired, and it's, like, 35 degrees outside, 45 degrees in the house, and you gotta fucking sand for six hours, you know what I mean, like, you gotta have a fucking, you got to have a fucking tough skin. You know what I mean? And the most important thing about fucking construction jobs, dude, trades jobs in general, show up. Just go to work every day. It's incredible how many people just miss work for like the stupidest things like and just won't show up, won't call. You know what I mean? You'll get that. Like I had people like I knew guys that would like celebrate showing up two weeks in a row straight they'd be like oh i did good and it's like dude you're doing terrible if that's what you're fucking celebrating you know what i mean like fuck do a little bit better with yourself man you know i know a ton of dudes who are hard workers do good work joke around with you can go smoke with them at lunch they're all cool everything um but they don't show up you know like guys just can't like you know, you got to get used to like the grind of just showing up every single day, whether you feel like it or not, just dragging yourself up out of bed and fucking doing what you got to do. Pay your taxes, pay your dues. You know what I mean? Get her done. Put the fucking hammer down. You know what I mean? You have time to cry about it later, but like you really got to put like good consistent effort into just showing up all the time. I've also known guys who were terrible to work with, terrible workers, lazy, liars, trying to like sneak shit over on you. I knew one guy, I fucking hated him too. He was this big ex-Jehovah's Witness. And he was like really nerdy and like 
just started getting into drugs at like 26. He was talking like talking about doing coke like he was 14 or something. It was fucking ridiculous. I hated this guy. And he would like fucking hide in the porta johns on his phone all the time and sit around on his phone and this and that. But he showed up every day. So I couldn't get rid of him. I couldn't fucking fire him because he fucking showed up every day. If it was my company, I would have fucking fired him. But I was just a project manager. What are you going to do? You know what I mean? Me and my buddy Mike, we would always joke that somewhere there's like, because like you would fucking, I would pick guys up. I would drop them off. I'd be cool. You could smoke weed at work. No problem. You can vape. No problem. We just get the job done. You know what I mean? Made it so easy. Like it's so easy to do if you just fucking show up all the time and pay attention. It's so easy. But some guys just can't do it. Some guys bug out. Some guys last a month and then they fucking lose it. You know what I mean? It's crazy. And it's not just one guy. Like, you know, like. I've worked with people that listen to this podcast and shit and, you know, you might be thinking, you motherfucker, you're talking shit about me. No, dude, there's somewhere, there's a fucking lake with like a ring of dead horses around it that just refuse to drink. Like you can lead a, a horse to water, but you can't make it drink. So show up dressed normally, like dressed classic construction. You know, if you can get like a white shirt and some fucking construction pants, some like construction cargo pants, Done. You know, don't wear steel toes if you don't have to. You know what I mean? If you're in commercial, you're going to have to gear up with steel toes, vest, fucking goggles, gloves, that whole fucking steez. But if you get in residential, don't worry about it. Get yourself a comfortable pair of shoes. Work at your own pace. Don't try to fucking impress anybody. And show the fuck up for real, man. There it is. My advice for the fucking young cats getting into construction. Fucking pajama pants, dude. I don't even agree with people wearing pajama pants like out and about like if you're a grown-ass adult man or woman don't fucking wear pajama pants you know why is everybody got to be that comfortable you can't even put on sweatpants you know shit's getting bad when sweatpants are fucking formal you know what i mean <laughs> uh, i don't know man i don't know speaking of shit i don't know let's bring in the fucking wandering seggy dude <coughs> fucking wanderances man yes oh yes for those new to the podcast, we have a segment where we just sit around and we wonder things. I know there's Google. I understand you can Google just about anything these days. You know what I mean? Um, but sometimes it's good to just sit around and wonder. And sometimes people hit me up with wonders and I fucking love it, man. My daughter came up to me, my 13-year-old. She's hilarious. Fire sense of humor. I love her humor. We joke around all the time. Like, me and her came up with that Zika virus with the baby heads. You know, the tiny fucking head people. We were laughing about that joke together. Wonderful. Love it. Um, but she hits me up. She's like, yo, I got a wonderance. And I was like, yes. Love wonderances. She goes, how does Tylenol know how to work? Like, oh, that's a good one. Tylenol is a fucking weird one. Advil is a fucking weird one, dude. You know, it's weird how you can just have like a headache or maybe your arm hurts or whatever. And you can just pop the fucking Tylenol and it just gets to where it's going. New probs. Weird how that works. I agree. That's a fucking weird wonder. I don't know how Tylenol knows how to work. I do know that Tylenol, you got to be fucking careful with it. I used to work with this guy. Uh, that plumbing job, the fucking job where they're repiping the apartments. One of the guys that was working there, his name was Dale. 
um he used to own like uh he was like an old guy he was like you know 65 i would say real tall and he had like the septum the deviated septum or whatever like in his nose uh from sniffing so much coke like you could see through his fucking nostrils between each nostril other than that he was a normal dude um he had like an excavating business that he didn't pay taxes for for like 25 years and you know they came and put the fucking hammer down on him lost everything lost his wife and he was fucking managing this job site after you know um but he was like an old dude and uh he would eat like fucking like 12 to 14 tylenol every single day he would just be popping tylenol 20 a day just fucking chowing down on tylenol all day every day well he got sick like he got like a fucking pneumonia or whatever or something like he got like a really bad flu that turned into pneumonia so he wasn't taking the tylenols for like three days and his fucking kidney shut down you believe that shit oh terrible man fucking terrible so watch out with tylenol you know it's weird it's like a magical thing how it works but like if you eat a whole bottle of it you're gonna fucking you know kick the bucket um my next wonderance I was talking, I was working with this cat who's like a real golfer. This guy's always talking about golf. So I like to fucking rile him up. He was talking, we were talking about football. Me and this other dude, we were talking about football. And uh, this guy like chimes in like all this bullshit about it. And he doesn't know what he's fucking talking about. So I wanted to like razz him with the golf. And I was like, you know, why do golfers wear cleats? Like seriously. Like, do golfers really need to wear, like, why do golf shoes have cleats on them? You're not sprinting around. You're not, like, fucking David Beckham or fucking Tom Brady out there. Like, what are you doing? You're standing there and... Every time I've golfed, which I can count on one hand, uh, I've just worn runners. Fuck that shit. Who golfs? You know what I mean? And why do golfers wear cleats? Answer me that um my next wonder we got a crazy twitter trend somebody was talking about finding like ancient fucking you know animals in ice or some shit um and i wonder like if when all the ice caps melt we'll just find crazy shit like bigfoots and unicorns and all sorts of wild shit just chilling and i wonder how long it'll take for like some crazy rich dude to like jumpstart a caveman and get his lab busted to shit <laughs> I could just picture like some kind of, you know, it'd be like out of a movie, some billionaire, you know, they come across a fucking caveman, like some cave dude just chilling out and they're like, oh, let's unthaw this motherfucker. So they bring the chunk of ice back to the lab, unthaw him. And then that motherfucker wakes up and just ragdolls the scientists. Shut it down. <laughs> uh, I bet you a caveman, like, you know, a side wonder. It's like, I wonder how many like people a caveman could fuck up. You know, I bet you like some kind of Neanderthal motherfucker. Like if he was in the UFC, he would beat everybody. He would beat everybody hands down. Um, And then my last wonderance. I wonder like, you know, I was just thinking about like the internet and fucking Instagram and TikTok, and Twitter and even this show. You know, this is all over the fucking internet. I wonder what would happen like if one day we woke up and the internet was just gone. Like, that shit just stopped working. You ever think about that? You know, like, it would be like, I'm sure you'd be bombed for, like, a week. You'd be like, ah, oh, fuck. But then, like, to get outside, out in the fucking fresh air, away from it all, like, it would probably be a little bit nice. You know what I'm saying? Probably be a little bit fucking nice. 
I don't know, sometimes it's good to just think about these things, you know? Sometimes it's good to wonder about these things, and that's why exactly why we have this fucking segment, man. The segment we call Wonderances. Just cruising along through this podcast, man. I think my neighbors heard me talk shit about them, and now it's just quiet up there. No music. What are you going to do, though? You know what I mean? We're still rocking, you know? Like, it's fine. It's fine. Rock that shit on a Wednesday, you know? Blast that music. Have some fun. Um, But, you know, don't get choked if I, you know, tell a couple of jokes about it. That's fucking funny. Let's fucking move on, though, dude. We still got the Wi-Fi problems, but we got this beat set up all spooled up and ready. For fucking Twitter trends, man. Motherfucking Twitter trends. What? What's going on in the world today? Just what is going on in the world today? We're gonna find out. In a very painted, buttery kind of way. Exactly the fuck is going on in the world today? But Twitter trends. Motherfucking Twitter trends. Alright, cut that beat. That's enough of that shit. Um, the original interludes were sent in by the mighty young Steve Jensen. Great friend, OG contributor of the podcast. If you've been rocking with the peanut butter tiger for a while, you're already familiar. But I say this every episode because every episode we get new listeners. You know what I mean? So go check out Steve Jensen at stevejensenmusic.com. Check out his albums, Give Me the Goods and Steve Jensen. Check out his music on Spotify. He just dropped a new single called Sky Train Babe. You can see that on YouTube if you type in Steve Jensen. Check out his YouTube page. That guy's fucking hilarious. Salt of the earth, man. I talk to that guy every day. He's fucking such rad shit. You know, he's like the coolest dude I've met through doing this podcast easily. So that's fucking just makes me smile. You know what I mean? That's good shit. Um, Peanut Butter Tiger. You can find us all over social media. Peanut Butter Tiger on Twitter. Peanut Butter, and you know, the Peanut Butter Tiger on Twitter, that's where we tweet, I retweet all of the things I see on Twitter. Twitter trends is literally all the things I see on Twitter. So I'll retweet it. If you don't believe me, you can read into it yourself. Check me out on Twitter. You can check me out on Instagram at Peanut Butter Tiger. Hit me up on Facebook. I have a Facebook page, Peanut Butter Tiger. Just type that in and you will fucking find us, man. Um, also email eastvandan88 at outlook.com if you want to play some music, send in some tracks, uh, send in fucking tiger mail, you know, let me know what's good, hit me up with a wonder, love all that shit, man, that's the fucking most the best. Um, let's fucking move on, let's move on, uh, to Twitter trends here. So I came across these, this weird thing, um... <laughs> well, like usually I try to keep politics off of um usually I try to keep politics out of the podcast. I don't care about politics in Canada. I certainly don't care about politics in the United States. You know what I mean? This show is like if you want politics go listen to NPR. 
You want politics? Go listen to fucking Fox Radio or NBC or whatever the fuck. I don't give a fuck. You know what I mean? But this shit made me laugh. Um, Hunter Biden addressed his white lawyer as the N-word multiple times and used phrases like true dat N-word and bantered, I only love you because you're black. In shocking texts unearthed days after Joe's emotional Tulsa speech de decrying racism. <laughs> uh, what a piece of shit, man. You know what I mean? It's so funny to think, like, you know, I don't remember. Like, I remember Trump doing some wild shit. Um, hundred, like, like, Joe Biden seems like, you know, normal. Old as fuck he is, but that's okay. He seems normal. But his son is hilarious. You know, getting in all this shit. Like, there's like, you know, he's allegedly like a crackhead and all these problems with his laptop and shit. And then this, like, saying the N-word... Like, using the N-word as a white dude, just bantering it around. Like, fuck. You know, sometimes you come across that. And I just find it repulsive. It's ridiculous when cats are always using the N-word. You know what I mean? It's crazy. You know, I used to shave my head when I was younger. I had my head shaved for, like, fucking, like, 10 years. And, like, people would get the mad wrong. I just did it because it was an easy hairstyle. I could just, like, pop out of bed. No problem. Um, never had to brush my hair or anything. Didn't really have to wash my hair. It was all good in the hood. You know what I mean? So that's why I did it. But, like, cats would get the wrong impression and start talking about wild shit if you're a white dude with your head shaved. You know what I mean? Um, so, yeah, that story just made me laugh. Like, what a fucking, what a retard that guy is. Oh, sorry I used the R word. But still, that's crazy. Um, up next... An Orange County nesting site that was abandoned after a drone scared away a colony of elegant terns was just one of four in the world. So I guess there's like in Orange County, there's a, a, like a preserve, like a fucking nesting site where these birds come and migrate and somebody crashed a drone into them and 3,000 birds got fucking 3,000 eggs got just abandoned because these birds are all skittish and somebody crashed a drone into it. <laughs> Could you imagine if that was like they were filming for like Planet Earth 3 or something like that? David Attenborough was just there, you know, chilling out, trying to, you know, the photographer is trying to get the fucking footage for it. And they just like smash a drone into the colony. And now there's like you, you wiped out a whole generation of that colony's fucking seabirds. <laughs> oh, man, that's fucking rough. You know, that's tough. What are you going to do, hey? guaranteed it was somebody filming for a nature documentary and that's what makes me fucking laugh about it that's fucking you know low-key that's kind of hilarious um sad but hilarious um we always check in with the iron chic uh during twitter trends he to me is the best fucking twitter account that guy is hilarious man so he tweets out all capital letters fuck the inspirational quote of the day <laughs> Ah, uh, that's fucking hilarious, man. That's fucking hilarious. Um, Guy Fieri was uh, trending. He's the diners, drive-ins, and drives dives guy. That guy's fucking hilarious. I love that cat. He's so funny. I like his attitude. I like his steez. I like how he just rips around in a Camaro with his fucking hair blonde. And, yo, what's up, everybody? He looks so fucking new metal. He looks like a fucking reject. He looks like the backup basis for Limp Biscuit. <laughs> <laughs>
He looks like he should be in corn. <laughs> he looks like the fucking guitarist that didn't get picked for the Red Hot Chili Peppers. <laughs> he looks like a stand-in double for uh, Smash Mouth's lead singer. <laughs> that guy looks ridiculous, man. Um, he showed up at a Suns versus Nuggets game. In a fucking leather button-up shirt. My God. Could you imagine wearing a leather button-up shirt? How fucking ballin' you have to be and how, like, just whacked out of your mind you have to be to think that a fucking leather buttoned-up shirt would be dope? Oh, it's not a, it's not a jacket either. It's like a fucking leather buttoned-up shirt. That's fucking hilarious. That... That makes me fucking laugh, dude. That's wild. Guy Fieri is fucking wild. And I love his tease. That guy's so fucking funny. Um, uh, this is an article from Vice that popped up. They, this is what I was talking about in Wonderances. Scientists revive tiny animals frozen for 24,000 years in Arctic permafrost. They revived that shit. So how long? How long will it take till they revive a caveman? Then we got somebody swinging clubs around like a fucking Neanderthal. A wildness, dude. Um, Kid Rock is in hot water after he was caught on film using a homophobic slur on stage in Tennessee. Uh, he looks wild, too. Like, he's in, like, a leather vest with a gold chain in this picture. Like, looking nuts, man. You remember when that guy was trying to be a senator? Fuck, Kid Rock is hilarious. And what I thought is, like, who's who's going to a Kid Rock show in 2021? Like, where is he on stage at? Did, he, like, somebody hire him to sing at a wedding or something? What the fuck is Kid Rock up to? My name is Kid Rock. You remember that guy? Fuck. Ball with the ball and bang the bang. That was a fuck. He was fire for a bit. And his crazy crew there, he had like a midget on his fucking crew. I forget what his name was. That was a wild time in music. Like with Insane Clown Posse and fucking Kid Rock running around with Limp Biscuit and shit. <laughs> the early 2000s were a wild time for music. Oh my god, dude. That is fucking hilarious. What do you even call that shit? You know what I mean? Like, in, in 60s, it was all, like, acid music. 70s, same thing. Very fucking acidy music. Like, good rock and shit. 80s were all, like, pop music. And fucking everybody, like, whacked out of their tree on coke. 90s was all grunge. And everybody was dying on heroin. And then in the early 2000s, it just took a left turn. And we got, like, kid rock. And midgets flying around. And, like, fucking... Oh, it was nuts there for a bit. That fucking makes me laugh. Um, and then lastly, we'll end on this. Uh, Logan Paul lasted the full eight rounds with Floyd Mayweather without getting fucking knocked out. And at first I was thinking, like, I didn't watch the fight, obviously. I'm not going to watch that fucking fight, man. You know what I mean? But I was thinking, like, damn, like, Conor McGregor not got knocked out by fucking Floyd Mayweather. Like, how did this kid last so long? But then I thought, like... Obviously, it was Logan Paul, like, signing that check. You know what I mean? Obviously, it was Logan Paul basically hiring Floyd Mayweather to box with him and not knock him out. So, there you go. There you have it. That was fucking, that was Twitter trends. Now you're caught up. 
You are 100% caught up now. There you go. All right, dude. We got some quick tiger mail to get to. Sent us by the mighty young Steve Jensen. Love that cat, man. If you want to send in tiger mail, you got music you want to send or whatever, get to me at the socials, comment on the post. All that shit, man. We'll fucking... We read whatever. Download the Anchor app. Send me a voice message. It's fucking wonderful, dude. Love Tiger Mail on the fucking show with the peanut butter tiger here, dude. It's the best, man. Um, just fucking... Oh, here we go. Just had to do some scrolling through some messages to find the Tiger Mail. Steve Jensen, the mighty young Steve Jensen, sent me some hilarious jokes. Uh, first one, Gumby. I don't know why any kid would want to play with you once they've seen me in action. Mr. Potato Head. Oh yeah? Get bent. <laughs> That's a good one. And how funny is it that Mr. Potato Head got cancelled? You know what I mean? Now it's just Potato Head. <laughs> um, a good case against making statues of historical figures is that Trump is exactly the sort of a-hole who will want one made of him. Although it would be nice to see birds crapping on his head, I guess. <laughs> it's pretty good. A little bit political, but good one, man. That's a good one. Um, moving into a new house. It's a lot to take in. <laughs> uh, that's a good one. Matthew, so you're up to 12 followers now. Jesus. Oh, oh, who's the 12th? Matthew. Um, his name is Judas. Jesus. Oh, God, not him. Can we block her on follow him? <laughs> uh, rock on, dude. Those are great. Thanks for sending those jokes in. Gotta love the dad jokes. Good, clean humor, you know, that you can just fucking tell your kids, I guess. That's the best. Shouts out Steve Jensen. Love you, man. Thanks for sending those in. And to everybody else, don't be afraid to fucking send something in. We'll play whatever, you know. Do it up. That's what Tiger Mail is. All right, man, and that does it for the episode. The Wednesday episode. You know, it's here and gone. You know, I wait for it all week, the Wednesday show, the Sunday show. Seems like I started, then it's just fucking over too soon. Too soon. Hopefully you enjoyed today's episode. Make sure you, you know, like and subscribe to this stuff. Wherever you do the podcast ad, subscribe. Leave a review. That really helps. It's awesome fucking leaving reviews. Um, yeah, dude, not much to do now, but press play on a dope beat. Tell you guys I'm thinking about you. Hopefully you're out there eating your broccoli, doing your push-ups, taking your vitamins, drinking enough water, getting enough sleep, telling people you love them because that's what the fuck is rad, dude. If you want your music featured... On the Peanut Butter Tiger, you got wanderances, what's goods, funny stories, good jokes, Tiger Mail. You can get to me at Peanut Butter Tiger on Twitter, Peanut Butter Tiger on Instagram, Peanut Butter Tiger has a Facebook page, or you can email Eastman88, Eastmandan88 at Outlook.com. Everybody have a good one, eh?
Bird up. Say bird up. Bird up. Mmm, bird up. I don't know, man. What do you think about that? Those guys are terrible. Ha ha ha.